0: Welcome to the Locked On Steelers Podcast. I am your host, Tony Serino, and this is your daily dose of all things Steelers. Today on the show, Mike Tomlin and Ben Roethlisberger both spoke to the media. Ben at his weekly radio show and Tomlin at his Tuesday press conference. They were both asked, what exactly happened at halftime? Why was Ben Roethlisberger held out of the second half of this game until the Steelers went down on the scoreboard and then he finally... Re-entered himself into the game Tomlin and Ben both explained it in detail I'm gonna play clips from both of them today Tomlin also talked about the Chris Boswell situation and how the Steelers are handling the Chris Boswell situation at this point look I didn't expect Boswell to be a member of the team at this point but he still is a member of the team and it sounds like he may still be a member of the team going forward so we'll play that clip as well Welcome to the show. I am your host, Tony Serino. You can find more of this podcast by going to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts. Search Locked On Steelers. Hit that subscribe button to get your daily dose. You can follow me on Twitter at Steeler Country. You can find us on Facebook. Search Locked On Steelers. Hit the like button or join the Facebook group. And you can now find us on Instagram at at Locked On Steelers, hey, I want to let you guys know the Locked On Podcast Network is doing unprecedented things on Twitter and Instagram. You probably noticed I've been posting more videos of this podcast, little audio clips to give you guys a taste of what you can expect in that episode. Our entire network is doing the same thing on Twitter. If you follow Locked On NFL Net. You're gonna get all the Locked On Podcast Network local hosts covering their NFL team on one feed. It's amazing during games, even during breaking news. You're gonna follow one one handle there, but you're gonna get news from all around the NFL on Instagram. It's Locked On NFL Net. They're giving you the biggest stories in just one minute on their Instagram stories, longer cuts of the biggest stories in their feed. So make sure you follow Locked On NFL Net on both Twitter and Instagram. And let's start today with the injury report. Of course, all eyes on Ben Roethlisberger, the rib injury that kept him out of that game against the Raiders or kept him out of the second half of that football game against the Raiders. It was nice to see him be able to re-enter himself back into that game against the Raiders and played really well. So, you know, the the, the fear here was that there would be some sort of lingering issue that would keep him out. According to Ben on his radio show, that's not going to be the case. Ben Roethlisberger uh, will be good to go on Sunday Against the Patriots, Tomlin pretty much echoed the same thing during his Tuesday press conference. Gave a little more detail about what the injury is. Says that Ben Roethlisberger is suffering from a couple, uh, multiple rib contusions. Uh, so it's going to be a pain management issue for Ben. Uh, you know, I, I think it's very likely he doesn't practice on Wednesday. Although he rarely practices on Wednesdays, he's usually given the day off. Uh, so I, I would expect that's going to be the case again uh, this week that he won't play or won't practice on Wednesday, but will be available to go. And, and you know, you'll, you'll see him probably be limited at some points during the week as well. But the big news here, Ben Roethlisberger will play against the Patriots. The other question mark going into this week, of course, is James Conner and that ankle injury. Is he progressing enough throughout the week to, to make him available in this game uh, against the Patriots? It's going to be a huge deal if Conner can go because the running game against the Raiders was non-existent. And, and there's a lot of blame to go around there, the offensive line. Didn't play well. The play calling was strange at times. Getting Jalen Samuels out there on some pitch plays or sweeps, where it's just, yeah, just that's just not his game right now. He's as I've said, he's much more of a straight ahead guy in the running game. Uh, but James Conner and his availability going to be huge this week as well. Tomlin said he's progressed well over the past week, but didn't sound overly optimistic. That, that Connor would go. He kind of left the door open for Connor to practice and maybe even play. Uh, but I, I would guess that if Connor is going to play, it's going to be down to the wire. It's going to be the kind of game time decision uh, where, you know, you you're, we're not going to be sure that Connor can play up until the final moments. And then uh, right tackle Marcus Gilbert still dealing with that knee injury. He won't play this week, and, and really, there's been no update for him. Uh, it seems like that again. As I said, it's more likely to me that he ends up on IR at some point this year to make room for another player than it is that he would come back and play at any point this year. Looking at the injury report as a whole, and we don't have a we don't have a practice report just yet, so there could be some other guys that sneak onto this list, but. You know, Ben, Connor, those are two big names, but it's not a long list anymore. And and the guys who have been dealing with some nagging injuries over the past couple weeks, Bud Dupree and the partially torn pectoral muscle, Morgan Burnett and his myriad of issues, uh, those guys are off the injury report altogether at this point. We're only worried about Ben and Connor, and I think we know where we stand with both guys. And so, uh, you know, that's really good news for the Steelers getting healthy at the right time. All right. After this break, we're going to talk about Mike Tomlin's press conference. We're going to play clips from Ben Roethlisberger's radio show. We want to talk about just what happened? They they both gave us some clarity as to what happened on Sunday with Ben Roethlisberger's rib injury. Why did it take so long for him to come out of the out of half? Uh, why did it take so long for him to re-enter himself into the game? Tomlin and Ben had comments on both, and I'll play them for you right after this. Hey, before we continue, want to let you guys know about Action Heat. What better way to bundle up this winter season than with some Action Heat clothing? It's engineered to safely and efficiently deliver heat via heating panels similar to a heated car seat. They've got jackets, socks, gloves, hats, undergarments like base layer shirts, long johns. If you're headed out to Heinz Field this Sunday for that Patriots game, you need some Action Heat clothing. I highly recommend Really recommend those Action Heat socks, my feet in those cold weather games. Just nothing I can do to keep them warm, but Action Heat will get the job done. They also make the perfect holiday gift for anyone in a cold weather city. And we've got a special deal for listeners of Locked On Steelers. You're going to save 20% off your entire order by going to actionheat.com slash Locked On. Check out everything they have to offer. And when you get to checkout, enter the promo code Locked On. You're going to save 20% off your purchase. Stay toasty warm while you enjoy all your outdoor activities this winter with Action Heat, and we thank them for sponsoring today's show. All right, and then let's get to Mike Tomlin's Tuesday press conference and Ben Roethlisberger's Tuesday radio show. Both were asked today about the Ben Roethlisberger situation on Sunday. What took Ben so long? and What happened at halftime? Why did Ben not come out with the team in the third quarter? Uh, and then what? why was Ben Roethlisberger not reinserted into the game until there was just five minutes to go? in the game, and the Raiders had taken the lead. Mike Tomlin started his press conference today explaining exactly what happened. Here's Mike Tomlin.
1: First, uh, regarding Ben's health, what transpired um, during halftime and subsequently after that. Uh, Ben sustained an injury at the end of the first half. Um, We went in at halftime. Uh, He needed to be evaluated. Uh, X-ray was a part of that. Uh, getting the x-ray executed was not a fluid thing. Um, oftentimes it's not a fluid thing, to be honest with you. New and unfamiliar venues and things of that nature. Um, ben was accompanied by our medical staff and Kevin Colbert, our general manager. Uh, they went through their procedures. Even after getting the x-ray, uh, we didn't have great clarity, to be honest with you. was weren't able to read the, the, the x-ray to our satisfaction. It was probably a dated piece of equipment uh, or what have you. Uh, So we never really fully had a complete understanding of specifically what the injury was uh, at the stadium site. Um, Nevertheless, our medical staff, during their due diligence, treated him to the best of their abilities um, and and medicated him. And then we took the group back out onto the field, not knowing whether he was going to be available or not. Um, We've been in this situation before. Obviously, Ben has been our quarterback for a long time. Really, we followed a very similar template that transpired in, in Cincinnati in the playoffs, I think, in 2015. Uh, because of the lack of information, um, we thought that the best thing to do, the most prudent thing to do, um, would to be only to make Ben available in an emergency-like situation was exactly what we did in Cincinnati several years ago because of lack of information. Obviously, he's got to be a willing participant in that. The doctors have got to get to a level of comfort. But acknowledging that level of comfort is including a a lack of clarity in some instances because uh, the the x-ray was not clearly readable. So um, Ben has been with us a long time. He does a great job of communicating. Uh, We all do. You know, we got continuity in that regard. Um, We did a great job of communicating throughout. Uh, Once they came back out on the field, I continued to communicate with Ben uh, to see the effectiveness of the medication, to see how he felt he would be able to perform in terms of Function and be able to do the things that he needed to do. Uh, we continue to talk about it while Talking about that obviously the game is going on and uh, we said that because of lack of information in the situation not Being a comfortable or an ideal one. We would only um, Reinsert him into the game if we felt it was necessary um, as the game unfolded obviously it became necessary We did um, we really appreciate what he was able to do in the effort Uh, that he was able to provide and those around him to give us a chance. Um, Obviously, it it didn't end in the way that we would like, uh, but that's just kind of an outline of what transpired. And again, like I mentioned, uh, it's really the same template that transpired in in Cincinnati um, when we had him getting x-rays and being evaluated in unfamiliar territory. Kevin Colbert was included in that dialogue as well, and we came to the same subsequent decisions for the same reasons. When you don't have a lack of information, you better move move prudently. Uh, We did, but we also are committed to playing and playing to win. This is professional football. Um, When we got to that point in the road, we we decided to reinsert him into the game, and um, he performed and and gave us an extraordinary effort. So that's the outline regarding Ben, his health, what transpired at the stadium, why and when we reinserted him into the game.
0: So that's Mike Tomlin's take on what happened on Sunday, both at halftime and then into the second half. Of course, Ben Roethlisberger also asked about this during his Tuesday radio show. And here's his take on what happened. I've cut out here part of it where he talks about, you know, getting x-rayed and the x-ray machine not working and all of that. And, and I kind of cut that part out. Here's Ben talking about what happened at the end of halftime and into the third quarter, and then ultimately when he got back in the game in the fourth quarter.
2: And so um, I, I got some medicine, and and uh, by the time I got even dressed, the first uh, – Josh's first series was done, and their first series was done before I even got my shoulder pads back on. And, you know, in my opinion, it was um, – I'm not staying – I had no idea. We don't, still, at this time, don't know what the injury is, right? We don't know if I can throw, if I can play, can I move, can I protect myself. Um, you know, if I take the field, am I going to make our team worse? You know, we've talked about on this show before. You know, you, you or we, we, we said, you know, are you going to play – you're gonna You you, want to play unless you think you're going to hurt your team, right? You don't want to just go out there just to be out there. So, um, you know, we had a four-point lead. And um, I worst case scenario, I said, let's – Kevin was actually the one that brought it up. He said, you know, let's take the same approach we did in Cincinnati a few years ago in that playoff game, if you remember, when I hurt my shoulder. Um, No intention in that Cincinnati game of getting back on the field, but but wanted to be out there with my guys. And so uh, at this point, we didn't know if I was going to get on the field or not, but I wanted to be out there. And, and Kevin kind of made, made the comment, like, uh, you know, let's let our defense hold him. Josh can get this thing done, but, you know, let's get out there. And I said, I agree. So we got back out on the field, and they were in um, the middle of a drive. We were. And so uh, I was just out there um, kind of trying to get loose, keep, it, keep my legs loose, and really just being out there uh, in, in an emergency situation or to be there for Josh to help support him and, and answer questions for him. And, um, you know, that's kind of was the approach we took when we came back. That's the reason we came back onto the field. Now Mike said Tomlin said after the game you probably could have gone back in a series or so earlier. was there any talk about that and then what made the change for you to go in when you did? Yeah you know when when, when I came back on the field obviously I was talking with coach Randy talking with, with coach C and and the team kind of said and I say the team I'm, you know it's Colbert, it's everybody it was kind of like um, you know let's let's let this thing play out because I think it was still the unknown of the injury. Um, do we, you know, I, I think what they were probably worried about is making it worse, right, um, because we didn't know what the injury was. And so if you go on the field and you make it worse, could you be lost in the season? Who really knows? You know, I, I think it just was the unknown. And so when I told Coach, I said, hey, um, you know, he asked how, how I was doing. I said, I'm, I'm all right, I'll give you everything I got. And he said, let's just let's wait and see kind of how this thing plays out. And I think that was the decision of the team. Because at that time, that drive, Josh, was they were kind of driving um and then i'm not i don't remember the exact specific point but, but coach and i were having communications you know and um and and i was just trying to stay loose i threw a couple times and um and told him that i i think i you know i'll, I'll go if you need me to and then at some point it was either our last drive or when they had the ball uh, not on their last drive but the drive before i went in i, I don't remember specifically i don't remember the exact words but a coach kind of said hey um, if you, if you're, I'm gonna put you in, or you know, let, let's go after this series, regardless of what happens, you know, regardless if if they score or anything, I was gonna give it a shot to go back in because, uh, you know, he just felt like it was it was time to, you know, to try and give us a spot, I, you know, whatever it is, you have to ask him, but uh, I think so. And then they ended up going down and scoring, of course, and, and it looks like I came in just because they scored, but I think Coach's plan the whole time was for me to come in uh, the next series anyway.
0: So there you go from both Mike Tomlin and Ben Roethlisberger. Add to the list of crazy things that have happened to the Steelers over the past three weeks. The x-ray machine at halftime in Oakland was so old that they couldn't get a reading from it for Ben Roethlisberger's rib injury until they had to go into the second half not even knowing what the rib injury was. Uh, Just add it to the list of crazy things that have happened to this team during this three-game losing streak. Now you listen to those comments and it makes sense. Right? Because they don't know what the injury is, if it's a broken rib, you can risk real injury if you're playing through a broken rib. He takes another big shot with a broken rib. So I understand where they're coming from from that perspective and not wanting him, not wanting to put him back into the game because you just don't know. But th- I, I do think back to Tomlin's comments during his post-game press conference when he says, well, we could have put him in a series or t- or so earlier, but we were in the rhythm and flow of the game. And that doesn't really gel with what just got said about not wanting to use him or only wanting to use him in an absolutely emergency scenario. Uh, So Tomlin was asked about that as well during the press conference. Here's what he had to say. A lot of people seem to have, the reason why it seems to have legs is a lot of people may not understand what you are defining as an emergency situation. Is that only losing? And I think people also were trying to figure out what you meant by rhythm and flow of the offense when Josh was the quarterback and you guys hadn't had any points If If we felt like we needed Ben
1: to win the game, we were willing to do it. What about the rhythm and flow quote that you had after about Josh? You know, whether or not we were ahead or behind had nothing to do with whether or not we inserted him into the game, and that was my reference in terms of rhythm or flow. It doesn't necessarily mean we had to be behind to reinsert him. Um, it just meant we were we fluidly moving the ball, did we have a chance to put ourselves in position to win?
0: So When Ben said today on his show that the plan was to put him in regardless of whether or not Oakland had scored on their second-to-last drive, that, that was the case?
1: He and I had a conversation. It got to the point where we said regardless of what transpired, he was going in on the next series, and he did.
0: So maybe I was a little too heated on Monday in talking about the coaching mistake that Tomlin made in not putting Ben back into the football game. Certainly, you know, not having all the information about the x-ray and, and and not have really not having a lot of information about the injury itself. And it could have been a broken rib and that kind of thing. I, I get where Tomlin, Colbert, and everyone's coming from from that perspective. But when you hear Tomlin say, we were prepared to put him in if they felt like they needed to to win this game. The problem I have with that statement is that the Steelers absolutely needed to win this game. And the best way to win this game is with Ben Roethlisberger in the lineup. Now, I understand the trepidation of putting him back in because of the rib injury, not having enough Information, But look at where the Steelers sit today. The Steelers could not lose that game. They could not afford to lose that game. And it became very clear, as I said on Monday, it became very clear early on in the second half that Josh Dobbs in that offense with no running game was not going to be moving down the field, was not going to be scoring any points, and it was very unlikely that the Steelers' defense was going to be holding the Raiders to just 10 points for the full 60 minutes. And so in that way, look, it's still a coaching blunder. Is it as bad as I originally thought? No, because of what happened with the X-ray machine at halftime. Uh, but, you know, it's still, still in my eyes a coaching mistake for Mike Tomlin and really of the entire organization. Kevin Colbert involved in that decision likely and Ben himself likely involved in that decision as well. All right, one more break and then when we come back, we're going to talk about Tomlin's comments about Chris Boswell and his future on the team right after this. And then let's finish up today with Mike Tomlin's comments about Chris Boswell and how the Steelers are handling the kicker situation. As I said on Monday's podcast I didn't expect Chris Boswell would even be a member of the Steelers at the start of Tuesday's press conference. So in that way, I guess I'm surprised, pleasantly surprised, even, you know, changing kickers is never fun, even though Boswell has really struggled this season. Uh, But here's Tomlin addressing the kicker situation and how the Steelers are handling it going forward.
1: Um, Here's our position. As we push into this next opportunity, we acknowledge that, that Chris has struggled. We acknowledge that Chris has struggled to find consistent footing. Um, we're willing to explore options that gives us the very best chances of that ball going through the uprights this weekend. That being said, those options include Chris. You know, this time of year, we're, we're cognizant of what's available. And, um, you know, the prudent approach is to include Chris in those options. And that's what we intend to do. Um, you know, his performance merits us turning stones over and, and looking at our options. But the easy decision for us to do is to assign blame or to shoot a hostage, or to do things of that nature regarding buys. Um, that's not our intention. We want to do what's right for our football team. What's right for our football team is to ensure that we give ourselves the very best chance of winning, and that ball going through the upright this weekend. So we're looking at all options available to us, including Chris. Um, that has been displayed to him. He'll be given an opportunity to play his way into this thing this weekend, and uh, we'll go as, as I just outlined. Um, that is the approach that we intend to take.
0: So it sounds like the Steelers aren't completely done with Chris Boswell, but Tomlin would say later on in the press conference that they will have tryouts this week with other kickers, and they may have to move on from Chris Boswell. Boswell's only made 10 of 16 field goals. He missed two this week. He he missed one against the Broncos a couple weeks ago. Yeah, he's he's missing extra points. He had to bank one off the upright this week. It's, it's, It's been a terrible year. For Chris Boswell, and it couldn't come at a worse time for the Steelers, not only because it's costing the Steelers in these games, but also because the Steelers just gave him a big contract. I mean, this, this is a guy who just got... You know, he's now top five at the position. And so in in order for the Steelers to cut him, they would have to sacrifice a certain amount of salary cap space. And I don't have the exact numbers, but I think it's somewhere in the range of, of four to five million dollars. And you look at this team entering into 2019, they're gonna have a ton of cap space and they're gonna need to use all of it, right? I mean, they have so many holes to fill on this football team a year from now defensively, and they can go out there and potentially get the superstar defensive player or the playmaking defensive player that they really need. And so, you know, cutting Boswell and cutting into their available salary cap space in 2019 has to play into this calculation. Now, you know, can you play, can you let Boswell play through this? I don't know. I I, I don't know. I mean, 10 to 16, 62% of the field goals uh, is accuracy this year. When you look at where he started, 90% year one, 84 year two, 92 in year three. And, and I mean, last year he was terrific in those game winning situations this time this year. Uh, it's just, you know, you, you just never know with Boswell and it doesn't feel like he has that confidence. And that's really the worry for Boswell is if he doesn't have the confidence, if the confidence is shot, then the only way to really fix that in, in my eyes is, is for him to go to another team or have it some sort of change of scenery or some sort of, you know, uh, he's got to start over somewhere else. It's not going to happen in Pittsburgh. And so in that way, maybe the Steelers do need to move on and, and they'll probably have to waste the salary cap space in, in, uh, in the meantime, all right, that'll do it for me today. Thank you all for listening. If you want to leave feedback, SteelerCountry at gmail.com is the email address. You can follow me on Twitter at SteelerCountry, and I'll be back tomorrow for Crossover Wednesday right here on Locked on Steelers.
2: Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it?
0: I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write.